Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 14th of February. India recorded 34,113 new COVID-19 cases and over 346 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total infection tally in the country stands at over 4.26 crore, while the death toll has crossed 5 lakh. The number of cases recorded was 31.55% less than yesterday's count. The active cases in the country dropped below 5 lakh after 37 days, PTI reported. According to data by the Health Ministry, just over 100 districts are reporting a weekly positivity rate of more than 10%. The five states that currently have more than 10 districts with the positivity rate more than 10%, according to the Indian Express, are Rajasthan with 17, Kerala with 14 and Maharashtra, Arunachal Pradesh and Mizoram with 11 each. Schools in Delhi reopened today for primary and middle school children. Barring a short phase in November 2021, this is the first time in almost two years that schools are opening. Last week, physical classes from 9th to 12th resumed as well. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 412 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.8 million. In Hong Kong, health facilities have been overloaded by an onslaught of COVID-19 infections as an increase in Omicron cases threatens to bring down the city's zero-COVID policy. A group of students at a government-run school were directed to remove their hijabs before entering the campus in Karnataka's Mandya district today, NDTV reported. This comes after an interim order was given by the High Court last week, which stated that educational institutions in the state can reopen but no religious clothing would be allowed. The visuals shared by ANI show a woman barring students who were wearing hijabs to enter the school gates and even ordering a student to remove the hijab. In the video, parents could be seen arguing as their children were stopped at the school gate. Meanwhile, a class 9th student at a government school in Udupi stated that she and her classmate were forced to remove their hijabs in order to attend classes. Schools up to class 10th reopened today in Karnataka, while a petition against the state ban on all religious clothing, including hijabs, is being argued in the High Court. Protests escalated over the last few weeks at the Government Girls PU College in Udupi when six students alleged that they had been barred from classes for insisting on wearing the headscarf. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court has stated that it will interfere in the matter only at an appropriate time. The hijab row has triggered political debates with communal overtones across the country. Today, in the second phase of the elections, voting was underway across all the 40 assembly seats in Goa, all the 70 seats in Uttarakhand and 55 constituencies in Uttar Pradesh. Till 3 p.m., Goa recorded 60% voter turnout, Uttarakhand 49.24% and Uttar Pradesh 51.93%. Prime Minister Narendra Modi 
urged people in the three states to exercise their right to vote. He said, and I quote, I call upon all those who are eligible to vote today to do so in record numbers and strengthen the festival of democracy, unquote. In Goa, a total of 301 candidates are contesting for 40 assembly seats with the Indian National Congress, Trinamool Congress, Aam Admi Party, BJP and other regional parties in the fray. Furthermore, the Congress and the Aam Admi Party were made to take an oath against defections because as per a report published in the Hindu, as many as 26 MLAs, comprising 65% of the Goa Assembly, have changed parties since 2017. On the other hand, voting is being conducted for 70 Assembly seats over 13 districts in Uttarakhand with 632 candidates, inclusive of 152 independent candidates participating in the election. This marks the fifth Assembly election in the state since its creation in 2000. Lastly, in the second phase of the Assembly elections in Uttar Pradesh, 586 candidates are contesting for 55 seats. In an interview with ANI Today, Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath defended his remarks in which he had urged people to not let the state become like Kashmir, West Bengal or Kerala. He stated that the remarks were just to alert the people ahead of the Assembly elections. During the interview, he said, and I quote, It was necessary to alert people against it, saying that be alert. The security, respect that you are getting, people have come to disrupt that and do not let that happen. Unquote. The results of all the assembly elections will be declared on March 10th. The News Laundry team has been on the ground to bring you reports from the five poll-bound states. All seats of Goa will be voting today, a state with 52% women voters. But with parties trying to one-up each other with promises of financial assistance, do women receive these benefits? To understand this, read my colleague Nidhi Suresh's report titled Not Practical – Goa Women Struggle with Schemes, Representation as Parties Target Their Vote on Newslaundry.com. Listeners, the reason we are able to bring you such reports of public interest is because we are a subscriber-funded organization. We don't chase advertisements. To help us to continue to report and to become a part of our news ecosystem, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs 300 only. And while you're there, do check out News Laundry's mystery box. Each box contains News Laundry merchandise such as NL hoodies, tote bags, exciting books, Manjul's limited edition calendar and much more. The contents are a surprise and they'll be worth the cost of the box itself. Offer valid till February 20th. The Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology said today that India has banned 54 Chinese apps that pose a threat to the country's security, according to NDTV. The banned apps include Sweet Selfie HD, Beauty Camera Selfie Camera, Garena Free Fire Illuminate, Viva Video Editor, App Lock and Dual Space Light. In a statement published today, 
The ministry said, and I quote, These 54 apps allegedly obtain various critical permissions and collect sensitive user data. These collected real-time data are being misused and transmitted to servers located in hostile countries. Unquote. Since the border tensions with China in May 2020, India has banned nearly 321 apps, including last year's ban on 59 Chinese mobile apps, which were blocked under Section 69A of the Information Technology Act. In June 2020, India announced the first round of bans on Chinese apps in the aftermath of a clash with the Chinese troops at Galwan Valley in eastern Ladakh that claimed the lives of 20 Indian soldiers. The standoff between the Indian and Chinese military forces in eastern Ladakh started in May 2020, post a violent clash in the areas near the Pangong Lake which escalated following the Galwan Valley incident in June 2020. In a suicide case in Tamil Nadu's Thanjavur district, the Supreme Court allowed the Central Bureau of Investigation to continue its inquiry today, PTI reported. The 17-year-old girl reportedly drank poison, which led to her death 10 days later. The parents have sought action against a nun who allegedly tried to convert her to Christianity. The bench comprising Justices Sanjeev Khanna and Bela M. Trivedi, issued notice on a plea which was filed by the Tamil Nadu District General of Police, C. Silendra Babu. On February 4th, Babu had approached the Supreme Court against the Madras High Court order of transferring the case to the CBI. However, in today's hearing, the Supreme Court stated that it might not be appropriate for them to interject in the investigation to be conducted by the central agency. The court said that the evidence collected should be passed on to CBI and that this should not be made a prestige issue. Furthermore, the court also issued a notice on Babu's demand over some adverse remarks made by the Madras High Court against the state police. In an unverified video shared on social media last month, the girl could be allegedly seen saying that she had been harassed by the school administration as her family had refused to convert to Christianity. However, the police has claimed that there was no mention of religious conversion in the initial complaint as well as the girl's dying declaration. With the BJP asking for an investigation and urging the state's DMK government to punish those responsible, the allegations have taken a political turn. On account of a fear of Russian invasion of the area, several countries have urged their citizens to leave Ukraine while cutting back on their diplomatic staff in the area. According to AFP, France has advised against travel to border areas of northern and eastern Ukraine, while Romania, which borders Ukraine, has strongly recommended its nationals to avoid travelling to the country and has even advised its citizens there to re-evaluate the need to stay there. Meanwhile, Moscow has recalled some of its diplomatic staff, citing fear of provocations. The United States has ordered departure of most of its diplomatic staff in Kyiv, stating that Washington will maintain a consular presence in the western city of Lviv. Further on, even Canada and Australia have decided to move their diplomatic operations to Lviv. 
European Union bodies have also recommended non-essential diplomatic personnel in Kyiv leave the country and telecommunicate from abroad. Several flights to Ukraine have also been suspended with the Dutch airline KLM announcing that it will suspend all its flights to the country until further notice. However, the Ukrainian Infrastructure Ministry stated yesterday that the country would leave its airspace open despite the possibility of a Russian invasion. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.